0: You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR. Helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best selling book, The Power of PR. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Making Money Online. You're going to love this. You're going to be surprised, but you're going to love it (laughs) because today I am joined by Shona Cook. Now get ready for this. Shona is a law of attraction expert. She helps people with manifesting. And I wanted to chat with Shona. You guys know that I don't believe a lot of the stuff that is out there to do with manifesting. Now you also know that I do believe in visualising. I believe that if we know what we want, we're more likely to find the opportunities to get there. And I'm also a big believer in if it works for you, it kind of doesn't really matter whether you believe it or not. If it works for you, then you carry on doing something. Um, so I wanted to talk to Shona about her tape on it, really. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Lisa. And it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Let's talk first about... How you even got into doing what you do now because you know you had a career as an educator, like that was always where you were. I'm sure you won't mind me saying you're not 30. It's not like you were in the self-development 22. world too <laughs> you know we're, we're, we're both a bit older than that and this is what you do for a living. So talk to me about what happened in 2020. Okay, so in 2020, I,
1: I was working with a, an American company, an education technology company, and I was I traveled a lot in Asia, and I was en route to China in January 2020, but I popped down to New Zealand to see my daughter, who had moved there just a few months before. And while I was there, COVID hit, and I got stuck in New Zealand and just got home to my home last week. So- we're in 2022, uh, 2023 <laughs> now, if you're listening. Uh- <laughs> so I did, I left New Zealand in August 2022 and I'm Scottish. I went to Scotland, and but I just got home to my home in Ireland last week. Um, so that's what happened. So while I was there, two things were going on in my head. I was going to be 60 in the August of 2020. So I don't know if, if some of the, your listeners are aware that, when you work internationally, you don't get a visa beyond the age of 60. If you're, you know, unless you apply for a separate visa. I didn't want to work abroad, like live abroad. So that wasn't really the issue. But I have a group of friends, really, really close friends, and they've all retired. and So retirement was weighing heavily on my mind. They were sending me pictures of flowers and scones and and I I didn't want to do that. So I had a, a real, for the first time ever, I was stuck. So I spoke with my nephew who was living in Australia and he was very upbeat and I asked him what was going on and he said he was speaking with a coach and she was helping him to see his limiting beliefs and I asked, would she talk to me? So anyway, to cut a long story short, I joined him on her course, which was a Bob Proctor course called Thinking Into Results and within two weeks of joining that course, I knew, I didn't know the stuff that I was being taught. I thought, why didn't I know that? I've been to three universities, including Cambridge, and I'm only mentioning it because it's supposed to be up there. None of them taught me any of this stuff, but this course did. And I believed it, I believed it to be true because I, when I was getting taught, I thought, I've done this. This is what happened when I thought that, that was a coincidence or I was in the right place at the right time. And I now know how it works. And I made it my mission then to teach what I know now to other people.
0: To amazing. help One of the things you said, when you say, you know, sometimes there's, you've believed something's happening, you've gone, well, that's just a coincidence. I always think, you know, when the people say things like, oh, I just had this, this feeling not to get on the plane and then the plane crashed and I didn't get on the plane. And some people say that's like, they've manifested that to happen, which is amazing. What about the times when you do get on the plane. Or what about the times when the coincidence doesn't happen? How is that explained in law of attraction terms?
1: I think for me, to keep it really straightforward without going into it really, really deep, I think that, I think this is where some people have a like a it gets a bad rap, right? It does. Because say, I've done that and man that's what I wanted and whatever. But if you don't get in alignment with it, and there's lots of reasons why you're not in alignment with it. You might think you are, but actually when you delve a bit deeper into it, you're not in alignment with what you're asking for. So it's not going to manifest the way that you want it to and expect it to. So let me give you an example. So let's say you want to buy a new house, right? And you, so you that that's the goal. You want to buy a new house, a bigger house, and you say, Okay, I want this bigger house because I don't have enough space in my house. I don't have enough. It's driving me crazy. I don't have enough cupboard space. I want a bigger garden for my kids and for the dog. I don't like the parking arrangement. I've never got a parking space. So you're
0: coming at it from that negative. You want this new house, but you're coming you're at it. You're talking and you're thinking about the negative sides of why. And the thing, yeah, and the thing with the law of attraction, it's all about how you feel right? It's the feeling
1: that is the vibration, that's the thing that's going to attract the things to you. So if you've got that negativity, that absence of what you really want, the you know the the lack of something, as opposed to, I want the new house because I'm really excited to have loads of cover space and I can't wait to see the kids and the dogs running about the garden. You feel the difference in the energy with that and how you feel when you say it. So when people manifest things and they say, I asked for that and then I got on that plane and obviously, you know, it wasn't the way that it turned out to be. You've got to ask yourself, what resistance are you putting onto your question and onto why you want it? So when you ask for something, what I would say is, why do you want it? Are you asking for it from the absence of it and from the the limitation and the lack? Or are you asking for it from the abundance? So take money in your business. Say you want X amount of money per month or per year, and you're saying I need that money because I, I just can't bear it when I can't pay my bills, and so it's I just negative I don't again. like. It. Yeah, it's the, you want it. It's the same thing. You want it, or you say I want it because I can't wait to take my family on holiday and go when I want to go and buy a bigger house, and you know that positive abundance side of it, which can be tricky if you really can't pay your bills. Like, how do you like align with that? But that's how manifestation works, because it's how you feel, because everything is energy. And I don't know if your listeners believe that, but it's true. Scientists, theology, everything tells you it's energy. So if you, and Albert Einstein, and I'm a maths teacher, so kind of listen to what he says. Mm -hmm. Everything is energy, and we operate on frequencies, and everything vibrates. When you die, your body turns to dust, because it, it vibrates. You're, you're moving at such a high frequency and everything around you vibrates. You can't see it and it kind of blows your head if you think about it. But everything is vibrating, whether you believe that or you don't, that's how it works. And we all operate in frequencies. So whatever results you're getting in your business, in your life right now is a result of the frequency that you're on. So when you set a goal... It's, if you don't have it, obviously, if it's a goal, you don't have it. It's got to be on a different frequency. It just has to be, because if it wasn't, you'd have it. So whatever that frequency is that it's on, you've got to be in alignment with that. And you're not in alignment with that if you're still thinking the same things that you were thinking you know, for the past week, month, whatever. So you've got to get in alignment with it. And the okay. resistance that you have, then one of the res- things with resistance is how you ask for it. That's resistance. But there's lots of, you know, you've I've heard you talking, Lisa, in your courses, et cetera, about money mindset and whatever. Mm. That's resistance, right? Limiting beliefs of any kind. And what you think of you, there's nothing bigger than that because you can have all the strategies in your business, but what you think of you is the most important thing because nothing happens if you don't believe in you. Absolutely, your-
0: and I'm with you on the energy even and the limiting beliefs and all of that side of things. The frequency thing, I've spent a year researching and can't find any evidence of it, but I do understand that there are some people that believe that everything operates on a frequency. And so I know where you're going with that. So, when we're talking about asking for the things that you really want in life, whether it's for your business or your life, just for people that don't have not even heard of manifesting before, who are you asking? You're you just basically putting it out there in your energy field, like you're you're saying
1: to you. You're not saying to other people. You're saying it to, to you, your, to you, to you. And the thing about it is that when you put, when you say and make now, here's the here's a thing for listeners to uh, to really really get this. When you ask for something, if it's a wish or a hope, then you're wishing your hope forever, right? The the thing. Thing that's going to make the difference is when you make a committed decision. Because what happens when you make a committed decision is your energy level changes. You go on, and I know you, you were saying about frequencies, but you flip on to a higher frequency, to the frequency of what you're asking for. But when it's a wish and a hope, you're still in the frequency that you're always on.
0: So your goal's up here, you're down here. You've got to flip it up there, you've got Wait, to get up the line people say that if you are if you do believe in in manifestation one of the best things that you can do is to actually visualize you already have it because once you believe you already have the thing let's say you want to have a seven-figure business if you start acting like you have a seven-figure business before you even get there then you attract it in because you you're if you if you if we are talking around the frequency kind of things, you're already on that frequency then because you are even acting as if you already have it.
1: Yeah. At least I would I would jump in here. There's one thing that people do that, and you can act. And you know, you can be a salesperson and you can act. And you just think of a car sales showroom, somebody's acting like they're a great salesperson. It's not about the acting is so important, but the main thing is how you feel. Inside. Because you can do all the acting of being a seven-figure business person successful, but if you don't really feel it, right? It's the feeling that's the main thing. So that's why a lot of people say, I I did that. I acted like I was a seven-figure business and it didn't happen, right? And then the question is, how did you feel when you were acting it, right? Because how you feel is so crucial. So, And that you can come down to even when you sell, right? Let's say you go on a call with a client, a prospective client, and you know what you're going to say. You have your thing, whatever your product or your services you're selling, and you have run it off perfectly. But that's not what's going to make the sale for you. It's how you're feeling deep down that's going to make the difference as to whether that sale happens or not. Because it's the energy coming from you that's picked up, not what you say. Words don't sell, right? Words definitely don't sell. It's how you feel.
0: that makes sense? It, it, it makes sense. I believe words do sell. <laughs> well, sorry. Yes, you know what?
1: Words do sell, but you've got to have the feeling behind that. it.
0: Because when I'm doing a launch, I have to feel really enthusiastic about what I'm selling. I have to be excited about what I'm selling. That's really important. And actually, I can feel when people come on and they're doing a launch and they don't really care about their product, I can feel that, like I can feel their energy. Um, I can tell whether they don't care or not, however they act. Um, And so I think there's definitely something to that. So what about, there are different laws of attraction. I think mostly, most people only talk about, about the law of vibration and the law of attraction. What other of the universal laws do you think really matter when you're in business?
1: Okay. One of them, which is some people say the biggest one, And it's the law of cause and effect. Okay. So basically, every, all the results that you get in your life is the effect, right? And what happens is you've all, everybody's got five senses we hear, we see, we smell, we taste, and we touch, right? And what happens is, so let's take the thing with money, and you don't have money in the bank, right? You're really running low or you're there. And so you're looking at your bank statement and you're looking at that through your senses. And then you're getting, you're in your conscious mind, you you see that, you, you understand it. And then you're getting emotionally involved in it. And then what's happening is that's going into your subconscious mind. And that's like a vicious circle. So you're allowing your effect to impact what's going on in your subconscious mind. You're, it's almost like reverse, right? And like, let's say somebody going on a diet. So the effect is you're overweight, And you look at that and you say, right, I'm cutting out everything white, everything, I'm stopping drinking wine. Everything not. (laughs) That's it, I'm going to die. I'm going walking every night and I'm going to die. And you lose weight, right? And then what happens is a few months, I've done this, right? Like a roller coaster thing. And then a few months, yeah, the, the weight comes back on. And you just go down that circle of gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight. But what's happened there is, you're trying to change the result, the effect, by changing your behavior. Right? Now, your behavior, two to four percent of your behavior is controlled by your conscious mind, that is what you know. And then 96 to 98% is controlled by your subconscious mind, which is where all these limiting beliefs are and forever. So by changing the behavior, then it doesn't work. No, I know. Because unless you Back to the subconscious mind, and you have the image of yourself at the end result, and really believe it. Now, I'm going to give you another example here. I I drink wine, drank wine. I don't drink now, but I did drink wine, right? And I wanted to stop drinking wine because I I was gaining weight and I was tired in the morning. And then I had a friend, and we'd be on day zero. She'd be on day twenty. I was on day. 30 and she got up to day 80 and I was at Daisy. That whole thing about the dieting, it's a bit like that. Yeah. And I used to get so mad with myself because I thought I don't want to drink wine, but I couldn't stop drinking wine. So then I was traveling a lot in China and the roads are so dangerous. And I thought I was leaving the hotel at 5, 5.30 in the morning. I was really tired. And I'd be sitting in these executive lounges having wine at night. I thought, right, that's it. I have to just stop. And I stopped overnight. Right, and here's why I stopped overnight because my why was bigger than having a glass of wine because I needed to be safe, and I haven't touched wine for over four years. So I kicked that habit, and
0: I wanted to, but I couldn't do it until my why was bigger. Yeah,
1: and actually, same with
0: business. It's the same with business. Like people come into a business, say, "I want to do this. I want to make this much money." But business gets hard. You know, business gets hard as you're, it's a roller coaster of, of things that you're going to go through. And unless your why is big enough to hold you through those difficult times, you will give up because it's easier to, and there's other ways to make money in life.
1: <laughs> so you won't. Yeah, and that's exactly, you're exactly right there, Lisa. And, and that's why one of the things I always say to clients is, what is your purpose? Like, what do you feel you're here to do? Like what is it you love to do? What you know, and so for example, if for me, right, you said I was an educator. So I was a teacher, secondary school maths teacher in computing for 20 years. So when I was teaching, I was able to help students to understand things, you know, simplify it for them, help them to understand it, push them through their limits. Then I went into administration, helping teachers, etc. And you know, so you, Every job I had there was a vehicle for me to live my purpose, which is to help people to grow and to expand and to break through limits. But the first job I had when I left university was as an accountant, right? And I didn't like it. And it's only now when I've studied personal development that I understand what was happening. That job, it wasn't a vehicle for me to fulfil my purpose. I, I was sitting looking at, you know, numbers and but I couldn't teach people and I could, so I didn't know it at the time. I didn't sit down and say, I'm not on purpose. I didn't think that, but looking back, I understand it. it I couldn't do it, but other people who were there probably could fulfill their purpose because they've got a that different purpose. purpose. That was their purpose, yeah. Is, yeah, so I would say to business owners, like there's two reasons why you're maybe feeling you're out of alignment, in my opinion, right? One of them is, You've got a lot of resistance, you've got limiting beliefs, you're, you know, all that stuff we spoke about before. But the other thing is, is your is the business that you have, is it a vehicle for you to live your purpose, to, to be able to fulfill your purpose? So when it comes to that, what I would suggest, if you don't know what your purpose is, you don't you don't make it up. It kind of finds you, right? By the gifts, the talents you've got. So what I would suggest is you do sit down every day with for five minutes. Have a cup of coffee and just say what do i love to do and what's been kind of consistent through my life you know in the roles
0: that i've played you know even you find parent, a pattern a there's always a pattern i see this yeah. and what what made when i felt good
1: about that what, what why did i feel good about it right so that's how you you discover your purpose so then the question is in the work that you're doing the business are you able to fulfill that purpose Because if you're not, you're possibly feeling out of alignment. And then the question is, do you want to continue to do it? Because no amount of law of attraction is going to help you, really,
0: if you don't feel in alignment with what it is you're doing. Well, yeah. If you you believe in vibrations, that can't happen, can it? Because you You have to be in absolute alignment with what you're here to do. Yeah. And what I would say is,
1: and this definitely helps me, right? If you have... purpose that's bigger than yourself, then that's so important. You'll be happier. Because when you're just your purpose is just to keep you happy, that's fine and you can be happy. But when your purpose is to help other people and have a bigger impact and a ripple effect, there's nothing more rewarding than that. And it, that makes you feel happy. So finding something and having an impact that's bigger
0: than yourself always makes you feel happy. Yeah, I think so I believe I want to end with a question on since you started this journey of manifesting and asking the universe for the things you want. Tell us about some things that you've managed to get.
1: OK, Um so when I told you that when I was in New Zealand and I joined this lady's course and, and the first thing we have to do is write, pick a goal, but not just any goal. Right. If you're picking a goal in your business, if you're picking, if you if you, you had a 5% increase in profit last year, having a 5% increase in profit this year, go for it. But it's not a good goal because it's not going to, the whole purpose of a goal is to grow. It's right. It's not to get something, it's to grow as a person, it's to grow and experience. It because if you're not growing, you're going backwards. That's actually a tagline for my company. Like if you're not growing, you're going backwards. So, I was to write down my goals and I wrote down more than one. So I wrote down a business goal and a personal goal. So my personal goal was to be a number one international bestselling author. I haven't a clue where it came from. It was just something that I felt when I, when I really was stretched to think out the box, I thought I would love that. I would absolutely love it. Don't know what I would write about, but I would love it. So I wrote it down and I, I continued to write it and I'd smile every time I wrote it. And I really thought one day I'll write a book. Now, 18 months later, I didn't do anything about it. 18 months later, I got a message on LinkedIn from a guy I'd never heard of. I wasn't connected with him and I ignored it because I'd had a bit of a bad experience with somebody that I hadn't like, engaged with on in LinkedIn and it he was a bit of a creep and I, I didn't like it. <laughs> so I ignored this guy and then he came back to me, right? And he really wanted to speak with me and a, something in me was nudging me to look him up. And I did, I looked him up and I thought, I think he's genuine. So I had a call with him and him and this guy from Shark Tank in America, which is the American equivalent of that Dragon's Den, they have a book series, right? And I was invited to write a chapter in volume eight of this book, and all seven had gone to number one uh, international bestsellers, right And I thought I, I instantly said, yes, I've never spoken to this guy before. But I just was said, it a yes, paid because- opportunity? or Yeah, I had to pay for it. Okay. I had to pay for it. Yeah, I had to pay for it, but I paid for it. I gave this guy £6,500. I'd never spoken to him before, but I just knew it was going to take me closer to my goal. Something in me just made me do it. And um, anyway, I wrote a chapter on the mindset of selling. And I wrote it specifically about that because when I joined the corporate sector, that education company in America, I went to, you know, one of the top salespeople in the, a multi-billion dollar organization without a single deal of sales training. And I, I believed it was my mindset. So I wrote about that in this chapter and it went to number one. It was published, I think, September or something last year. went to number one in four countries, America, Canada, UK, and Australia, across 54 categories, including sales and selling. That, to me, is exactly what happens? Because I put it out there and I believed it and then it happened. So you can't convince
0: me it doesn't work. It doesn't. <laughs> and, yeah, I think we, we part of us believes in the same thing. That, that to me, I suppose my version of manifesting is you decided you wanted something and then your brain was more on the lookout for opportunities that might give you it. And you were more willing to pay for something that would get you there. Whereas before, if you hadn't have made that goal, you probably wouldn't have bothered even opening that person's LinkedIn um, because you've really gone, I don't even need this.
1: Basically, when you have a goal that you're passionate about, a burning desire to have this goal, making decisions is so easy because I teach you towards that goal that it doesn't. So if the guy was asking me to do something, I don't know, like what, but I I knew instantly, my instinct was telling me, or my intuition was telling me, go for it. Yeah. You know, I told my daughter and she went nuts. She said, You're just giving this guys. I said, I don't care. I said, this is going to work. I'm going to be an inter no, one, number one international
0: best-selling author, albeit a co-author. I don't care. <laughs> and now that you've got that, what's come about because you have got that goal that you wanted? Is that? I think it's given me a lot of
1: confidence. Number one, that it absolutely works. I already felt that it worked with other things. When I look back in my life before I even knew about it, I could see that it, that's what happened. That's exactly how it played out. But it's also given me confidence then when I'm speaking and helping other people, I know it works. And also the topic about the mindset of selling and that particular thing I just believe that we can all sell if we feel that what we're selling is having an impact. If it's a yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a service that we're offering to people. And when people try this all this sales training and it's all do this, do this, you're like, no, like yeah. believe in what you're doing and know that by somebody signing up for like that guy knew for me to sign up for it, it was going to help me. You know, and so he had no qualms about asking me for six
0: and a half thousand dollars. It's about I'm the either. impact. And I can definitely get on board with that. Like you need to believe in what you're selling and you need to really feel like it's an opportunity. And that's the best way to sell, because then you'll be enthusiastic about it. Um, would you say? I think
1: But one thing I would like to say, Lisa, about the whole thing about being in alignment, I think what happens is. When you're in alignment with what it is you're asking for, that whole thing about asking for it and feeling from the abundance, and and then getting rid of all the the resistance—like resistance could even be—you've got limiting beliefs and habits. We know about that. I think there's enough written about that. But what we don't know that I didn't know is when you judge somebody, anybody—a sister, a brother, you know, a neighbor, anybody—when you judge somebody, that's taking you away from your business goal. When you get annoyed with somebody in a restaurant because they're slow to serve you and you're annoyed with that, that's taken you away from your business goal. I would never have connected them before. But what happens is you are one person. So if you're getting annoyed, your level of vibration and your, you're going down in the level. So you're going further from
0: your goal. So how do we deal with things like anxiety and depression and things where you will just feel negative, more negative. Cause I worry about yeah. positivity. Yeah. No, I mean, positivity,
1: like when people say, just be a positive person. No, it's not about that. It's about like, if you feel, let's say you're feeling g- grief, that whole thing about grief, right? Which is so real and I've experienced it and it, you know, I'm sure everybody has. So, The key thing there is to try and just go up the level. You don't go from sheer like grief to happiness, no, don't. And if anybody tells you that, tell them to get lost. They're talking nonsense, right? You go up the next step. So if somebody is feeling depressed and then they're feeling angry, right? They go up a level and anger's not, you know, for people watching that anger's not very good, but is it better than being depressed? If if you're a little bit angry and then you're a little bit just frustrated and then so you're you're not jumping the big jump, you're just going up to a better feeling thought that you're having rather than just jumping up and being happy and jumping all over the place. Which, do you know? Which, so that's Yeah, which we can't do. It's you know, it's so- can't do it. It's impossible to do it. Do you know? I was speaking uh, with a client a, a couple of weeks ago who had been feeling like had been like depressed and anxious and whatever but just that little bit of something even if it's only for a short time that in a day and it's just that keeping going up the mountain basically just with a better feeling thought that you have rather than just a hundred percent of bad thoughts so that's what I would say.
0: Amazing Okay If people are thinking Do you know what I want to get into this a little bit more I want to understand a bit more Where is the best place that they can find you?
1: Okay So my company is called Follow the Formula um, And I have a website So they can go onto the website And leave their email or whatever And I can get in touch with them Um, Now I'm going to My LinkedIn My name is Shona But it is... (laughs) kind of gaelic scottish gaelic spelling so i really do have to spell it for you yeah can don't I?
0: worry we're going to put it in the show notes so they can just right okay it so it's going but it has gaelic
1: spelling it looks like c-o-n-a-d
0: yeah
1: so there you go so linkedin and on the website
0: So they're the best places to go. We will put those in the show notes so that you can just click straight onto them and go and um, connect with Shona. Thank you very much for coming on here today and giving us your view on things. Thank you guys for listening as always. If you want to talk about anything in this podcast, we want to have a discussion on anything, please do come into my free Facebook group, that Strategy Group, and we can chat away in there. Um, And I will see you next week for another episode of Making Money Online. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.